0: Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Basketball One 102. Uh, keeping with the series, today we will be talking about who the current best small forward in the NBA is. Jaden, will you kick us off?
1: Oh, all right. So, I thought it was going to be an easy choice, but then I realized that I was thinking of a power forward. So, instead of going with my initial choice... I am choosing um, Mr. Load Management himself, Kawhi Leonard. I'm choosing him because he is one of the best defensive players in the NBA. And he is proven time and time again to be good in the playoffs. And I very much enjoy his game. And I think LeBron James is a point guard. Or not not a point guard, is more of a... um, He's a. It's hard to put him as a uh, position, and Kawhi Leonard is the best solid small forward. Like you can't argue he's another position.
2: So, okay. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: So we talked about earlier who we are gonna take, and I, I since I don't want everyone to have Kawhi Leonard, I'm just gonna go with like. I'm going to go with Zion. Why not? Zion.
1: He's not a... I don't think he's a small forward. He's, a, he's small. a
2: forward, though. Okay, okay. Uh, then I'm going with my boy, lockdown defense, Jimmy Butler.
1: I like Jimmy Butler, but I don't think he's the pick, best small forward.
2: Picking him on a whim here, Jimmy Butler. Right? Just, just going for it. Just keep this interesting. Why?
3: <laughs> Why are you picking
0: Jimmy Butler? So... Jimmy pick the Butler. pick the best move forward currently.
3: I know, so explain why.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: I was gonna. I, I'm explaining. So, Jimmy Butler, he you? he is he's he's doing great things for the Miami Heat right now. He he has brought uh you know the a post a post D Wade and LeBron Heat um to a to a decent to a decent team. And I think that's that's something and you know, he's working with great coaches and a great front staff and I think that's one really big thing that um really finalizes um why he should be considered the best small forward.
3: I agree with that. Uh he's well, okay. So, for my small forward, uh, I got to agree with Jaden. Uh, I'll go with the, I think, obvious pick of Clyde Leonard. Um, so, he's been leading the Los Angeles Clippers because he hasn't had Paul George a ton. And then he has about, like, Lou Williams, and that's about it. So, and that he they are now second in the West. They were the second in the West for the NBA season got suspended with 44 wins, which was the third best, or no, the fourth best in the NBA. So I think just him leading, he's still having, he hasn't really dropped anywhere in his numbers or his scoring. He actually averaged, I'm pretty sure, a career high in scoring this year. I'm correct yeah he has averaged a career high in scoring this year so I think just leading the team posting up career numbers being second in the west I think that's why um can I
2: can I add can I add something really quick to your to to my um Jimmy Butler since I kind of went on a whim here yeah okay so I just looked it up but um how many how many wins did you say the um Clippers had,
3: the uh, Clippers had forty four wins. Okay,
2: the Heat have forty one wins and they're fourth in the East right now, behind the Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks. So, I mean, what kind of other weapons does Jimmy Butler have? Yeah, he has Bam, you know, Derek Jones Jr. and Bam, and Bam but Tyler Hero. If you t- yeah. Okay. So, let's 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 play a hypothetical for a minute. Okay. Listen, listen, listen to me here. Okay. Let's take a hypothetical for a second. We take Jimmy Butler off the Heat. Where do you think they would be right now? How
0: much of an impact does that create? Well, if we switch Jimmy Butler and Kawhi, I think the Heat are doing better. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is true. Yeah,
0: but but not not for the
2: Kawhi thing. Just just where would the Heat in? In your minds, where would the Heat be without Jimmy Butler? I
1: think they'd be eighth to sixth seed.
2: Okay. So, Mm. obviously, Jimmy Butler boosts that incredibly. Now, take the Clippers. Where would they be without Kawhi? Eight
3: to sixth seed.
2: They still got Paul George. Paul George is going
3: to. Yeah, he's been hurt. I wouldn't even. Yeah. I okay. would say well right now they'd probably be in maybe the eleventh seed. Yeah. Because okay. eight, mm. nine, and ten are pretty stacked. You have Memphis at eight. That's true. Portland at
0: nine and New Orleans at ten in the That's west. That's true. Okay. I think I think they'd probably be yeah, right in the area of where the Trailblazers and Pelicans are. Yeah. Probably ninth or tenth. Because, I mean, what, Paul George has been injured for a bit. I mean, um, but, I mean, then again, you got to look at the Clippers last year. Clippers last year were, what, a number six seed or something like that? Or an eight seed, something like that, uh, last year without either of those superstars. I mean, they're still a solid team. And where were the Heat last year without uh, Jimmy Butler? Um... I honestly don't pay much attention to the Heat or the Eastern Conference in general, man. Okay, let's... Well, I'm going to look at it. All right, well, while you're looking at it, um, my... The Heat were 10. The Heat were
2: 10. Okay.
1: But Bam was... ending. Bam was nothing last year, and they didn't have a bunch of their good rookies.
2: Yeah, uh, they didn't... It was still without Jimmy Butler. He's brought them up six seeds.
1: I don't think it's all Jimmy Butler, though.
2: It's a lot because they have
1: two all stars.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, so do so do the uh, Clippers.
3: No, they have one all star. Well, healthy, but yeah, yeah. This oh. year. Sorry, Leo. I did we interrupt you?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> Go ahead, my dude. So, for me, um. I guess we were kind of talking about who the best, current best is right now. And then just that key phrase right now stood out to me. Since the All Star break, Jason Tatum has been on an absolute tear. I mean, he's been going crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure he was named probably like Player of the Week or Player of the Month, uh, at least Eastern Conference. But the dude was just going nuts. So if we're talking right now, this hot streak that Jason Tatum has been on, right now, he's the current best small forward. In the NBA, I mean, if you look at his stats, I he's mean, he's listed since... as a power forward, though. Well, that's because of the team that he is on. If he's on any other team, he's a small forward. You put him on the Heat, mm. he's a small forward. You put him on the Bucks, he's a small forward. You put him on the Grizzlies, that's only
2: because that's only because they have Giannis.
0: Not really. I mean, he plays the three because of Giannis and Brook Lopez. A team that has two fide Big men starting caliber, big men on it. He plays that last year. Um, in like games against the uh, 76ers, they started Aaron Baines, Al Horford, and then Jason Tatum. Right? He's only a power forward because of the team that he's on, right? Okay. Like he plays for the majority of other teams in the NBA, he would be a small forward. It's just because the Celtics play a lot of small ball.
1: His position, the way he, just his style of play is a small forward, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing. Well, Jimmy Butler's a shooting guard because sometimes he plays shooting guard or is listed as a shooting guard. I think, I think, I think um, Jason Tatum is definitely a small forward. And I would say that him and Gordon Hayward, they are very, not so much similar players, but they're similar in size, right? And so, like, you could list either one of them. It's just the way that the Celtics listed is they list Tatum as a four and Hayward at the three. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you look at these stats of the games that he's played in since the All-Star break. Um, he's only had two games that were below 30 points. He's only had three games where he got less than six rebounds, and his assist totals aren't that high. And then you could say, well, you know, Kawhi and Jimmy Butler are better defensive players. But you look at these stats, I mean, uh, Jason Tatum only has three games where he doesn't have a block, and only three games where he doesn't have at least one steal. And he's got one, two, three, four, five games where he doesn't have two steals. I think Jason Tatum is just... Very recently, if we're talking who the best small forward in the NBA is, he is the current best small forward. If we're talking who I want on my playoff team, like you said, Kawhi Leonard is just an all-around beast of the playoffs. I want Kawhi Leonard on my team. If we're talking about who I want over an entire season... Like regular season. I Hmm. probably want Jimmy Butler because Kawhi Leonard, like you said, Mr. Load Management himself. But if we're talking about right now, who the current best move forward in the NBA is, is Jason Tatum. So, how do you
2: explain that three out of his last, or two out of his last three games, he scored under two points.
0: Under Uh, two points?
2: I mean, uh, (laughs) sorry, my bad. Under 20
0: and under five assists. Um, let's see here. So Jason Tatum plays on this team. And for the majority after the All Star break, this one player named Kemba Walker, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty good. He was injured. And so Jason Tatum had to step up. Those two games were the games where Kemba Walker returned and they were kind of adjusting. Also, if you look at the game versus the Jazz, he only played 33 minutes, as opposed to if you look at all the other games, he played at least 37 for the most part. Right. So there was that adjustment. Also, if you look at the so, amount of shots he took, he took less shots in those games.
2: All right. So then I, I seem to be the, the bottom of the list here. So I guess, I guess I'll guess mediate you guys. So bat, battle out Jason Tatum versus Kawhi, you you guys who picked. Well,
1: Kawhi is better on defense, but I think Jason Tatum is – has way more upside on offense.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah, I though. like Jason Tatum more. Like, if I was building a franchise, I would definitely take Tatum. But, um, Kawhi Leonard, right now, I think I would. Well, like, if we're talking a single game, I'll take Kawhi Leonard. But like, because when he plays, if with we're him, talking
0: the next. Well, ten years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that's not right, I now. think. I know.
1: I know he does the load management thing, but I still think he's a better player when he's in. And it's not like injury that you can discount him cuz if we were, if we weren't doing injury, Kevin Durant would be easy number 1. But, yeah. I still think Kawhi is better than Jason Tatum when he plays, which is
0: pretty often. yeah I don't know. maybe it's just the load management thing and the not playing every game or not playing as much minutes as possible in every game. I just I'm not a big fan of load management, yeah, I think if you're on the court and you're able to play play, but that doesn't factor into how good of a player he is. It kind of does I mean when
1: you look um. at like.
2: So if LeBron took load management, you'd say, Well, Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. He, he already or, is though. Michael
0: because LeBron took load management. Well, no, I'm just talking as a general thing, I'm just not a big fan of load management. Like I so get it that, like I get it if Kevin Durant were to come back this season, or what the Warriors do with Steph Curry, or what the Pelicans do with Zion Williamson, I get that taking precautions after an injury. But like you
2: know, Yeah, but that doesn't factor into how good of a player he is. When he gets on the court, whether or not he's had rested days or not.
0: No, it doesn't factor into how good of a player he is. Exactly, but and, that's, into, and that's
2: what we're talking about here. Well,
0: if you want to factor in team success, they could be number one in the West if Kawhi had played more games. Okay, so we're talking about players, not teams. Then why do you bring up the heat when it comes to Jimmy Butler?
3: We're talking about the impact the player has on the team.
0: And I'd say that Kawhi and the load management negatively affects the Clippers. I'd say, as of late, and, he's played games, and when he's played games, he's, like, pretty darn good. But, I mean, you know.
3: And he still led them to the second so seed in the it's, West. It's, even it's with how
2: he affects out. the team when he's on the court and not when he's off the court it doesn't but when matter he's
0: off he's... the court it's affecting his team negatively that's what i'm saying but um...
3: but you still have to look at the wins the clippers still are second in the west even with him sitting out some of the games yeah he's got a, like he i is. said
0: he's got a good team around him i mean and jason tatum doesn't jason Tatum's well no straight. i'm not saying that jason tatum doesn't have a good team around him if i'm taking, if i'm looking at just the team around him I would probably take the Clippers over the Celtics. I mean, what is it? So we've got Patrick Beverly versus Kemba Walker at the point guard. I mean, obviously Kemba has it, but Patrick Beverly doesn't suck. And then what they've got? So let's just say we got Landry Shamet and Lou Williams versus Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Like those are like like they're hard to compare. Um, yeah, it depends on really what your team is built around. Uh let's see here. Um I know I guess they probably go No, no the Clippers have what is it? Beverly, George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris and then Zubots. And then they uh uh what is it? Yeah. So I don't know, just all around team I think the Clippers are deeper and would definitely be Minus Kawhi and minus Tatum, the Clippers would beat the Celtics in the game, seven-game series. Oh,
3: man. I don't know, man. Because you've got Kemba Walker on But there. they've still
0: got Paul George.
3: Yes, but Paul George has been injured.
0: Yeah, but so was Kemba Walker after the All-Star break.
3: Okay, but Paul George has been injured a lot more than Kemba.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Jalen Brown isn't a bad player, so- though. Every- People kind of like forget about him, but he's really good. Yeah, he's a lot like I think he reminds me a lot of Kelly Oubre on the Suns when they're when he's around because they're both athletic and they both have a pretty good shooting um, touch. Yeah, because Jalen Brown, he he, I think if Jason Tatum wasn't wasn't around, Jalen Brown would pick up some of that.
0: But yeah. But
3: yeah, I don't know. I would say that the Celtics would win in a seven-game series, just because they have and they actually have a proven star, and they have a bunch of players who just we know we all know that the Celtics are super talented. They just have not had a good leader.
2: So are you I'm changing sure. to uh, Tatum then?
0: No, he's just talking about Celtics versus Clippers. Well, okay, yeah. If, if it was if, uh, so. Are you are you guys still firm
2: on well, Levi taking Tatum and Justin taking Well if Paul
1: George is there, then it's lights out for the Clip for the Celtics. Like the Clippers would kill him if Paul George was there. But Paul George usually yeah. isn't, so I think that the Celtics would beat the Clippers without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I agree. Yeah.
0: So if we take out Keba and Jason Tatum and Paul George and Kawhi, like, who's, like supporting cast is winning?
1: I'm gonna say Celtics.
3: You think oh, no, the wait, Celtics wait, wait, wait. would still win? I think. Well, I, I. That's I don't know. hard.
2: That's hard because would, would Jalen Brown stop? Yeah.
3: And Gordon Hayward. They have because they Hayward. have.
2: And would Pat would Pat Bev and Lou Williams would they, would they go on there? It really all depends, really.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think I think I think no matter what the series, unless it's both teams at full strength, no injuries, then it's gonna go to game six or seven. Mm -hmm.
2: Definitely.
1: It is the the Clippers unless they have
0: I forgot about Gordon Hayward. The Clippers have Gordon Hayward full strength is still serviceable.
1: The Clippers they have like outside of their big two, they have um who's gonna score? They have Shamit and Lou Williams, who are good for a couple of, for some points. Um, Montrez Harrell, he can score. Patrick Beverly oh, yeah. doesn't score much, but he can. He's really good on defense and he hustles. He would score more
2: if.
3: Yeah. Well, we've well, never seen him. Yeah, that's he's played with James Harden, and then he's played well, with Kawhi when Leder, he was in
1: his prime so... in like Asia or Europe or wherever. He was like a really good scorer but he's kind of like he's never been the star then that's your cuz he was the star in your and you played there
2: he if he can score he can score i i i even though we haven't seen him play i his even he'd still have a big impact because you have shamet and williams who can shoot Lou williams who can shoot so i think and he can dish the ball very well so i think even if he just scores a little his playmaking and then his hustle and defense will make a huge mm-hmm. impact.
3: But so is Marcus tomorrow on the Celtics. Marcus that, that's Smart true. and that's Patrick true. Beverly are really similar players.
2: Yeah. I think Pat Bev is tougher.
3: Probably. After what seeing him against Kevin Durant with him partially locking up Kevin Durant. Partially. So
2: this is my question then. Let's get back to the big the big question of this episode. Who is the best small forward right now? If I'm
1: having a hard time with like LeBron James because he's sometimes a point guard, but I think James Harden is a better point guard. And then he's sometimes a small forward, but I think Kawhi's better. And then he's sometimes a power forward, but I think Giannis is better.
3: So in my opinion, if LeBron's a small forward, then LeBron's the best small forward. Yeah,
0: ever. yeah.
2: But out of Jason Tatum and Kawhi Leonard, who is better? Not okay. Taking it away, team impact and all of that, because there are so many factors. One on one, mano a mano. Well, who's better?
1: What yeah. I would say is.
2: Again, that's not
1: well, the
0: question. It's who's what the if, best move well, forward in the NBA, what, right? What, what now. if you
1: switched Kawhi Leonard and Jason Tatum? I think that the Celtics would get
0: better. Celtics would be Celtics would be the number one seed in the yeah. East. Maybe number two. Ooh. Like if they have yeah. Kawhi over Jason. I think Tatum. Jason Tatum
1: on the Clippers would do well, but I don't think he'd make them as good as Kawhi would make the Celtics.
3: No You know that's the thing we've never actually seen the full Jason Tatum except for those last seven games after the all star break. He's always had somebody play over him, Kyrie or Kemba, so it's really yep. tough that's what to I'm saying say, that's oh. what's
0: even oh. even like if they're switched, I still think Jason Tatum still goes on the seven game run, and I think he does really well over the season, especially if Paul George is out like we're we've said he is. I think Jason so Jason Tatum still rises to the occasion.
3: That's just seven games, though. Like, still, anybody can have a good because,
0: like, who else is having a really good stretch? It's before? tough. Well, it's nine games, but there were well, semantics. there are
1: players who were having bad games bad stretches before the thing before the season got suspended too, though. And I don't think that they're yeah because like. Curry wasn't playing that great, but he's still a really good player. So, okay. yeah,
0: you
2: can't just, it, it, yeah. it seems we need to find a way to end this. So we can like, move
0: into the like, top
2: ten. So we can move into our. I don't our think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna convince each other.
0: 10. Yeah, no, this is like when two religions ask each other to convert, <laughs> the two sides of Islam. It's like, I believe what I believe because I believe it, and then the other so, is like, Well, I believe what I believe because I believe it.
2: When we make our top 10, we'll just put them as coexisting number one, or
0: because I just have them on my list written down as one/slash/two. Yeah, okay, so yeah. they take up both one and two spots, but yeah, gotcha,
2: okay. So, is Jimmy Butler a solid three, or is there someone else you want to talk about?
0: Brandon Ingram?
1: Chris Chris Middleton is not better than Jimmy Butler. Yeah.
2: I think Jimmy Butler's solid three.
3: I think Jimmy Butler's number three. Well, just because he's led a team to a playoff spot. Brandon Ingram hasn't
1: done that. Brandon Ingram didn't have Zion the whole year. But, yeah.
0: Brendan Ingram is still young. I think I think in five years, if we're having this conversation, I think it's probably going to be still between Tatum and Kawhi. Kawhi's going to be kind of on the outskirts a little bit, but it's probably going to be between Tatum and Ingram. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Depends on how Brandon Ingram developed and depending on what team he is on also, because if the Pelicans trade him Pelicans away and he becomes them. the sixth man, I He's don't – no, he's not okay, being a six look, man
1: on any team. I, I'm, just throw, oh, Jaden, okay. I'm just throwing.
2: I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. Okay, so if they trade him, which would be a terrible idea, and he becomes six man on the Warriors or something, I, I don't know. Okay, he he doesn't develop as much as if he would if he was a starter.
1: Yeah,
2: but I don't. You know I don't saying? think he'd be yeah. a
1: six man on really any team.
2: So we we really have to wait to have that debate, honestly, because we we can't really look into the future and say this guy will be number two spot, number two or three spot in this amount of years. All right,
0: Kelly Ubre has been injured since February twenty fourth, so he can't be on the list. Yeah. Sorry, okay. Kelly. Sorry, Dwight Howard. He doesn't make the so, list.
2: So, 1, 2, Jason Tatum,
0: Kawhi, 3, Butler, 4. Ingram. Is...
3: or Ingram, yeah.
0: And then after that, um, I've got here written down as just a basic list of uh, just extra guys to throw out there. Paul George, Tobias Harris, Bojan Bogdanovic, Chris Middleton, Andrew Wiggins. TG... I forgot about DeMar DeRozan. Did
1: we mention him last week? I don't know, man. What?
0: I no. don't know. No, he didn't. He didn't make any list because he's just. Forgotten. Let's look at the Spurs. I, I see him as a
2: small forward.
1: I guess on the Spurs he is, but I think he was a shooting guard on the Raptors.
0: Well, yeah. Also, also I think the. Yeah, Kyle Lowry no, he was a shooting guard. No, no he was, he he was the point guard. guard.
2: What really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the small forward then? Uh, what's his face? um...
1: Spicy Siakam didn't play when, I, that much when DeRozan was there.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so, so the most common forward? Spurs lineup is um, Dejounte Murray, Brand Ford, DeMar DeRozan, Trey Lyles, and LaMarcus Aldridge. So if yeah. we're talking small about forward. right
2: now, he's a small DeMar DeRozan forward. is yeah. a small forward. Yeah. So,
3: yeah.
2: Well, so he... I say he's four. Honestly, I don't he... know. No,
0: oh, I'd still oh, rather Brandon have
1: him Ingram's in better. Brandon Ingram's stats are actually oh, good. Oh,
2: I mean I meant 5 my
0: bad. I don't know. My I think I'd rather five. have Paul George than DeMar DeRozan, but he's injured. Yeah. But has Paul George been injured recently?
3: Was he playing when the season well, ended? Well,
0: we didn't
2: I don't think he was.
0: I thought he was.
3: Well, even still, Steph Curry was playing when the season
0: ended, too. Okay, but Steph Curry had played, like, three games. So, I think DeMar was doing more Paul George hasn't missed a game since February 22nd. Do you think Chris Middleton's better than DeMar
1: DeMar
2: was doing more. No.
1: Oh, man. I think Chris Middleton's better on defense. Oh, my
0: gosh. Chris Middleton's also a way better shooter. But then again, you gotta look at it. If Chris Middleton and Demar Derozan were switched, which team would be better off? The, the Chris Middleton is a really good support player, and he fits perfectly in the Bucks. I don't system. think Chris Middleton could be a
1: single star.
2: No, that's and, what I'm, and That's, that's, that's he's kind of like Clay is.
1: Thompson. Like Clay Thompson, I don't think he could ever be like carrying a team, but he's really good as a support player.
2: So DeMar DeRozan yeah. is 5.
1: I'd have yeah. Chris Middleton at 6. Um, what say. about
0: Tobias Harris? I
1: think Chris Middleton's better than Tobias I... Harris.
3: No, I would say... But is Tobias Harris a small forward or a
0: power forward? I think he's better he's... suited as a power forward. Well, I mean, let's here. let, let me see forward. what... It says he's a small forward when I look him up. <laughs>
1: And Chris Middleton's stats are better.
2: So Bogdanovich, is he in the
0: question?
1: Uh on the Pacers.
0: Yeah. Or no on the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the jazz. Oh yeah, he wasn't. Okay. okay, well we still have a okay, so we've got Tam Quai, one two. Uh Jimmy Butler. Brandon Ingram. DeMar DeRozan, are we saying Chris Middleton is three, or is five? I think he's yeah. Chris Middleton is six. Chris Middleton is six after DeMar. Alright, so then Mm -hmm. now, I guess just in my list, I've got, we still got Paul George, Tobias Harris, Bogdanovich, Wiggins, maybe TJ, TJ Warren was doing really good at the beginning of the season but I don't know how he's been doing as of late. I'm going to look at his stats right now. Um, let's see here. Who else is a small forward? I forgot that we do this top 10 thing. I didn't come prepared for the top 10 until, like, right now. So, I guess between Paul George, Tobias Harris, and Bogdanovich, who's number seven? Harris. Tobias Harris, yeah. And then... I think Bogdanovich is next. Over, Paul George?
2: Paul George's and Jermaine. Paul George, injured, Paul George
0: has played in every game since February twenty second. I'm gonna okay, look at the okay. stats though. Paul George's stats aren't great. He's also oh, played less minutes per Those game. Stats are... Paul George's think... stats are better than
1: Tobias Harris at least. And considering he's injured, I'd still rather ha- have. He's been injured. I'd still rather have him.
2: Considering what the Pacers are, I mean. The Jazz have gone through. Bogdanovich has had a great year.
3: I thought the Jazz were doing all right. Yeah, the Jazz are actually doing very well. Dude. I mean,
2: he, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he, he, I mean, considering what the Jazz are doing, he contributes a lot to Spida and
0: Gobert. But I mean, if you look at Bogdanovich's stats over the past. Whatever. If
2: if we switch Paul George
0: and Bogdanovich,
2: what's the difference in effect?
0: I still think Paul George is better than Bogdanovich. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay.
2: I agree, since Paul George is my favorite player, I'll just I'll just go with that.
0: What do you think, Justin? Um. Not to I gotta my go.
3: Tobias to Harris there. number one, then Bogdan, then Paul George. Just because Paul George, like his last couple of games weren't the greatest.
0: Well, neither. I, I'm just looking at these stats, and Bogdanovich's well, scoring stats are kind of inconsistent. Paul George yeah, is a I, better I, defensive I, player. He's more athletic. Um, he's. I mean, Bogdanovich is a really good shooter. I just no doubt. I think, again, I'm thinking, I guess kind of, if we're going by the same metric as he's versus Tatum and Kawhi, I think if you switch the two, the Jazz are doing so much better with Paul George than they are with Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is a role player, whereas Paul George is, I mean, when he's in full form, is an all-star.
3: Exactly, but he hasn't been in full form this year.
0: And Bogdanovich's full form still isn't better than Paul George's not-so-good. I was to say, Paul George is just... Can you just give us
2: the stats? So, Justin, find Bogdanovich. Levi, you find Paul George, and we'll just
0: hash it out. Okay, points per game, Paul George, 21 points per game, uh, 5.7 rebounds per game, 3.9 assists, 1.3 steals, and 0.5 blocks. Uh-huh. Paul George is also playing less minutes per game than Bogdanovich. And he's just, in my mind, a more consistent... Maybe not so much consistent. I just think that he's just a better player. Jayden, I like Paul George think? more right now. Because Why's that?
1: when he's like... Sure, he's been injured this year, but... Just plays. He's better on defense. He's more explosive. I think he can carry a team better. All right.
3: Season has he though? Because he hasn't. He just hasn't played as long. That's what I'm saying. Because we could pick Kevin Durant and we could say, well, he's more explosive he, he's, than he's Paul not. George. So.
2: So, your your case for Bogdanovich.
3: Um, Justin, I just say that. Paul George has not played enough and he just hasn't played consistent enough. Like in February, he was pretty wildly inconsistent, especially his last couple of games. And in March, in March he was okay, but it was 15, 31, 13, 16, and 24. And then in February, his last couple of games in February was 24, 11, 7, 4, and 11. So Just because he hasn't played as long as Bogdan, and he hasn't been Paul George over the last couple of games, I just have to say Bogdan Bogdan. Did you see Bogdan's stats? 5, 32,
0: 8, 23, 28, 21, 3, 16, 12. Like, points per game are pretty comparable, <laughs> but look at the rest of it. Look at the rebounds and assists, and Paul George's totals are consistently higher. Look at steals and blocks. Paul George is consistently higher than Bogdanovich. I okay, mean... but
3: he hasn't played as long, so that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. is, If he played just as long as Bogdan Bogdanovich, there would be no contest. But he just hasn't played as long, and he hasn't played up to the high enough level to beat a player who's played the entire season.
0: What do you mean by After played a, what do you mean by played as long, is what I'm wondering.
3: He's been injured since what? Or he like, how many games has he missed? That's like how many games has he played this season?
2: I can I just comment on one thing? I like how we're fighting over the seventh spot just oh, no. as this much is, as we
0: did over the first That's true. Actually no, this is the eighth spot.
2: Fighting over the eighth, eighth spot just spot. Just 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 as much as we did over the first spot. Okay, like, so then can we, we just that say that George fun.
0: and Bogdanovich are just kind of like tame and quiet? They're just eight slash nine, George slash Bogdanovich. To move on,
2: let's just do it so we can get number ten in number there and
0: number ten. Move on. Um, Andrew Wiggins, T. J. Warren.
1: Wait, what? I um, say Warren
0: above Wiggins. Well, I don't know what. they've I been saw doing Warren's stats;
1: they were like eighteen points per game. And I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins right now. This is taking longer to pull up. He was...
0: Andrew Wiggins was doing pretty good since he got traded. About 22 points,
1: 5 rebounds, and almost 4 assists. So I think Andrew Wiggins is doing better than TJ Warren. I'd rather have him, for sure.
0: Alright, so Wiggins is number Uh, 10. I uh, don't know, man. T.J. Warren's recent stats are pretty good.
2: My question is, where does, does Gordon Hayward fit in there anywhere? Gordon Hayward has been
0: injured, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, okay. When Gordon Hayward is healthy, I think he'd be above most of the people. Uh, yeah, because when he was playing, he was playing worse than T.J. Warren was.
0: I guess Gordon Hayward actually has been in a couple of games, but even then, his stats aren't super yeah. impressive. I mean, his game against the Pacers—he he can off, he
1: can still score. He just has been but pretty inconsistent since he got that big injury.
0: Yeah, i I would all right. I would probably take Andrew Wiggins ten. All right. So, did you write those all down, Liam? Yes, I do. I have. You want a review for us? Yeah, and then I kind of have our wrap up topic. Okay, all thought out. Right, or Tatum, Kawhi, um, Jimmy Butler, three. Uh, Ingram four, Demar five, Middleton six, Harris seven, George Bogdanovich as kind of tied eight, and then Wiggins ten. All right. Do we all? We all feel yeah, good about that. Yeah. All right. so, so what's the wrap up topic you have for us? Okay, so I kind of have two and we can discuss whichever one we want. The first topic is kind of when y'all think about the season with a lot of stars being injured, um, does this has this season I thought it was kind better. of sucked? And then the other thing and the other thing is is the young players are on the rise. I mean, last week we said that Devin Booker might be the best shooting guard. Uh, ben Simmons is doing really good. Here we're discussing a third-year player versus a proven thirty-year-old Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Brandon Ingram, we said is our number four. I'm guessing next or next week we're probably going to either say, we're going to say Giannis, yeah, and then um, number two might be between Anthony Davis so, or Kristaps. And then if you look at the centers, I mean, all the centers that we're going to discuss are under the age of twenty-six. So are the okay. young players on the rise? Um, Kit, let me, let
2: me mention something. I think we should do the first one because the young players are on the rise yep. no matter what. You always well, have not really good young talent well, like, that's going to rise up and take over.
3: Yeah, you haven't had young players leading but, games as much as this season.
2: Yes, the NBA is changing, and there is really good talent, but I think that's obvious, and, yes, they are on the rise. So Never I this much, much, though, because,
1: like, they've –
2: even still, it's everyone knows that. Well, that's what I'm saying, it's fun to talk. I about. think the first one is going to be right. a
0: more interesting topic. Wow, we've been <laughs> debating over what topic. This is a for sure debate podcast. Oh gosh.
2: Yeah. So, this season I think has sucked. I'm going to just take that side. You know, it's the season ended early and there's been lots and lots of injuries. I think that this season really
1: has I think sucked.
0: before... I mean, Clay Thompson... Before the
1: season ended... Okay. Before oh, go I got James. suspended, I think it was one of the most entertaining seasons ever, actually. Because it was actually balanced for once and the stupid Warriors weren't killing everyone. Like, we, we were actually seeing so many teams <laughs> yeah, compete exactly. and fight. Like, the Trailblazers, they're the ninth seed and they're not even a... They're a good team. So, it was just really... It was fun to see all these teams doing good. Yeah, I, I think
2: didn't. I think this season, yeah, it has been good, but I'm looking forward to next year where we can play the whole season. I think we'll look back on this year and say, "Wow, that kind of did suck." Well, I'm just I mean,
0: thinking teams that aren't at full strength, they don't have or have at least one starter injured. I mean, I'm just looking at these lineups and what Celtics haven't had Gordon Hayward right Pacers haven't had Victor Oladipo. Nets haven't had KD or Kyrie Wizards haven't had um what's his face John Wall um and then you look at the western conference i mean quiet Paul George i can't wait to see them both at full health health going full tilt um i had and then like the Josh Murray's been out of it 80. We haven't seen Zion for a full year yet. I mean, we haven't seen Steph Clay. Um, we haven't seen the Warriors full out, the full sons, on without Kevin Durant. Sons, they didn't have. Eight. they I didn't just, have Aiton, and then they didn't have the Sun. Yeah, yeah. And then just excited. I'm just. Ex- I think at this point, I'm more looking forward to next season. I think over NBA, like when we look at NBA history as a whole this season is kind of going to be like the uh, lockout season where it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, that was a season. It was locked out. It was a shortened season. Cool. This year has okay. been
1: good, but next year is going to be even better. Yeah. I think
0: this it's also, did, okay. Did so you guys... here's,
2: here's the thing. Will players come back without, um without being well rounded? Will they have gain weight? And, it was it was said a while ago that Chris Middleton and Giannis both didn't have basketball hoops, so will they be rusty? I mean, it gives more t- players more time to rest,
0: but will that affect them in the long run from next year? Um, one thing that was said is that as soon as like the NBA has given NBA teams uh, the function as essential or to actually go back as soon as their state that they're in, Goes back. I guess this is kind of another topic. I mean, um, so are the
2: Suns back then?
0: No, because Arizona hasn't lifted the uh, stay okay. home thing. So but has like, there been any team? Atlanta Hawks. Um, I guess maybe the Hawks, the Hawks could go back, but even then, I mean, if I'm living in Atlanta, it's a big city. I don't care that the rest of the state of Georgia has declared it. I'm staying home. Um. Okay. Anyway, I guess. I guess my question is: is so what? We've got the Atlanta Hawks who would be going back. But what about the New York Knicks or the uh Brooklyn Nets who aren't gonna have that ability? Like, do you think we should just call this season a wash? Because it's just gonna be unfair. Certain teams are gonna go back before other teams do because of the states well, that they're in.
2: I think so. I think we just wait till next season and
0: I that's... I'd be fine for doing like a little like playoff. I'd find if we just called yeah. it right now and went back into the playoffs. I mean, the Grizzlies have a three-game lead, which maybe if we played out the rest of the season could be caught up with. Um, And the Eastern Conference of Magic have a six-game lead. I think that the playoff teams are pretty well set for what the playoffs would
2: be. I think you do mini-playoffs. You don't do seven games. You maybe do three 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 out of five.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, from this season, from what we've got, I prefer this season to every year that the Warriors were stacked with Durant. I think... Yeah. I think like the two I years agree. the Warriors were on the rise, that was a nice. Those were nice, but this is also better than all the Heat years, because every year we all know who's going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and, and yeah, pretty much the, the Spurs. Finals too. So I think it's better than most of this past decade.
3: Yeah, I think this year will actually never be forgotten. It won't be just looked at as a lockdown year just because this was the year. Yeah. Post warriors. Post warriors dominance. This is when the warriors stopped. And always most literally those years are gonna always be looked upon as an end of a dynasty. So
0: So here's another question. Do the Warriors regain their brilliance? I mean I'm not saying they, that they're gonna be the number one seed, but is it they're a I playoff
2: think,
0: team. Oh yeah, I think they're a playoff team, but I still think Steph Curry, um, uh Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and whoever they draft they made, I think I think they that team is KD. gonna I mean, I think that they, team is gonna be at least a sixth, maybe fifth seed, and maybe you know the intangibles of those guys take over the playoffs, and they're up the beat. Yeah, a a, team like the Nuggets. I mean, I, mean, I don't. Think, I think they, the they, Lakers they, and Clippers are pretty well, well cemented as one and two. For the the, the Warriors future, will but be good,
1: but they'll never be like the shoe in winner that they were. They'll be a competitor. Because
3: yeah, we'll have to see actually. Because like in this, they won without well, KD before. Curry's why they definitely can't not do. what he was. Yeah, but
0: LeBron James and. No. We don't know. It's that. not his MVP season.
3: Yeah, but they still, I don't know. I think if they get the number one pick, I think if they trade back in the draft and they get they get something good for that pick, I think the Warriors could easily be a number four seed because the n- number four, five, and six in the West are super wide open. You've got Utah, you've got OKC, you've got Houston. All those teams can easily lose to a Warriors team that has Steph, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, and whoever, All healthy, Andrew Wiggins, and then yeah. whoever they get in the draft. Andre and,
0: Drummond, Rudy Gobert, baby trade for a big man.
3: Yeah. I, I agree. I think this team still can easily be a playoff. I don't know if they'll ever get to the finals in the foreseeable future, but that depends on what they... if. I think that they should trade the number one pick if they get it and depending on who they get for that number one pick.
2: Agreed. Uh Fully agreed. So this has been a kind of weird season, but at the same time it's been a good season. Even though there's been a lot of injuries and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. Well, so, next week's episode is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I think the top ten list is going to be heated. Yeah. Well, not heated. (laughs) as heated as four friends can be. (laughs) But it's going to be... All right, uh, well... Well, and speaking of next week, I guess that is when we will see you guys. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
3: Bye. Bye, guys.